1: To the Light Years Podcast. Once again without the man himself, Demis Fendiari, but we've got Ben Cruz, ex-producer of Light Years, Head of Over, Head of Over, you like that said, Uh joining me again from yeah. Post Blazers Warriors.
2: Oh man, I, I'm almost insulted that I was
3: invited after this game. <laughs> but uh, and I'm I'm it makes so much sense that Sam is not here right now. this this was not a game. We're talking about and, then you know, not paying attention to uh, your family. So great, great call, Sam, if you're listening. You made the right choice, brother.
1: <laughs> now, to be fair, I did ask you before the game. You did. You uh, started. Did. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I can't be that much of an asshole, you know, midway through this game. like, Hey, Ben, you want to you wanna fill in? Not, I, this was one of those games I, I feel like uh, it's like a getaway game. The Warriors know that they're going on a long road trip. They know that the Blazers don't have Dame, don't have CJ. And the only anticipation was Steph Curry going out there, seeing if he can make 16 threes. And after the fourth, first quarter, when it was obvious after he missed his first four that he wasn't going to get 16, I think the team just kind of said, eh. eh,
3: Yeah, they, they kind of mailed it in. You know what? So this season has been really good, right? Just from a Warriors perspective. And there was all this hype around tonight, obviously, because, and that just speaks to how special Steph is as a, as a player, right? That we were even considering 16 as a possibility yeah. for this dude. When in reality, that's just nuts, right? <laughs> that, that, yeah. that would be, that's breaking the record by two, which, uh, you know, anyway, it felt like this, this game felt like a post Michael Scott episode of the office like you're like this is <laughs> this is legendary shit like i can't wait to tune in and then you're like forcing yourself to watch it you're like you hate watching it at this point or you're just watching it out of kind of out of respect for uh for what's you know been done in the past so it was definitely a rough watch but uh it was worth it for at least the first couple of minutes when you're like oh he's going for it for sure
1: yeah he came out he shot that first shot airballed and you're just like Ugh. by the way i i don't think the drop-off between michael scott and then what happened? Well, I don't know what happened after you left. I, don't, I erased it from my brain. But some of the worst TV I've, I've just ever seen. Will Ferrell was okay, but like yeah. everybody after that was just tro. I, damn, I'm I'm annoyed that you brought it up now because just <laughs> now I'm thinking about it.
3: Oh. Yeah, they they stumbled to the uh the end of that show and and the, I, I've been listening a lot to the uh, not to plug another podcast but um the uh <laughs> there's two office pods right there's Office Ladies and um, Brian right, Bobbitt's right. pod uh right. office pod and they they kind of talk about the um the drama that kind of ensued toward the end where you know they didn't renew um Carell's, uh contract and everything else so anyway yeah huh. I, I don't want to bum anybody else out thinking about the uh post michael Smith,
2: post michael <laughs> scott um, hey, hey hey happens. it
1: could be it could be post steph curry although oh although it, and moody look incredible tonight so you know yeah you know but I, I you know tonight i think one of those right like just it's going to be a big road trip we'll preview a part of it here uh before we get to the callers but i think overall. Uh, the defense was great. I I think Portland without Damon CJ, you can see that their personnel was actually not that bad defensively. If 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 their two best guys on offense weren't just Sieves on defense, just didn't give a shit. So, you know, Portland played hard. Kudos to them. Kind of just uh just got out there and played all forty eight.
3: Yeah, I mean it was weird. obviously um Little was playing really well until he got hurt, right? And had to uh kind of be out of the game. Um <laughs> I mean for this game had that feel of like, oh, the word is really going to win this game. Like that question lingered too long for, for me, right? Like I would have yeah. almost preferred like if if they were not going to show up tonight or like kind of bring their A game, at least blow them out so I could change the channel Uh, at the end where you just, I just had to make sure because if you flip the channel and then all of a sudden we're on here and you're like, yo, they lost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That would have been really embarrassing to come on this post game and just assume that they won. So um, yeah, it was... Rough game, but you know that's just part of an 82 game schedule, right?
1: It, yeah, it, it I think that's fun. part of it, right? It's just, it's just you got 82 games. Last season, if we had run this game, the Warriors maybe win by a couple points, but it'd be extremely frustrating, right? Like they, they throw not that tonight, not that tonight's game was less frustrating, but I think there's just, uh, uh there's just you knew that the Warriors were gonna win tonight. And so, some of the turnovers that they had, some of the shots that they missed, I mean, they missed every open three to start the game. Some yeah, of the stuff that's... where you you normally get annoyed about, I think you don't with this team this season because it just feels like those championship teams where you know they're going to win, so why be annoyed? Whereas last season, when these same things happen, you're just like, oh my God, Kelly Oubre's one for seven from three. He missed another defensive assignment, right? Ken Bazemore turned it over three times. Like, stuff like that, I think last season we were agitated, but this season we're just like, eh. 10-point
3: win? Yeah, and I, think, I think probably the most annoying thing about tonight was Steph still had to play 33 minutes, right? And right. He, and, and that's obviously – he was he was gunning for it, right? 17 threes. Like, he was – He I think he told a, a reporter that he was going to go for 18, was one off of that. And disappointing that you don't see Chris Chioza in a game like this, right? Like, he's kind of the victory cigar. So you just kind of want to see him out there because that means they, they had it under control. Um, So a, a little too close for to comfort, but, you know, again – shit like this happens throughout yep. the year where they don't just don't take it seriously and, and, and they're about to hit on the road. So they're, they're already looking forward to that stuff.
1: Let's uh, let's get to the road, the five game roadie uh, the Warriors actually play, I think like 15 of 18 or something of the next or 50 some, some wild amount. They're playing a lot of road games uh, yeah. in the, uh, in the month of December, uh, the rest of the month and, and going into January, a lot of road games. So let's talk about the next five. Um, I'm gonna rattle them off for you um you tell me what you think they're gonna end at or you tell me what you what game you think is exciting um we got philly on saturday uh indiana on monday tuesday night back to back at new york msg and then they get two days off and to end next week they get boston toronto back to back friday and saturday night so your initial thoughts
3: yeah. I mean, it, it's a solid roadie. Uh, I mean, I think I like all the games except for the Pacers game. I mean, right. <laughs> the Pacers will be interesting to look at just because, you know, their their team is kind of in, in disarray right now. But obviously the Sixers, I mean, that's that's a that's a great team um, that they're going to be facing against and in, in national TV game. And again, if, if Steph puts on a ten-three performance on national, League, on an ABC game, Ooh. I mean th- that's that's Adam Silver's wet dream right there, right? <laughs> like, that's that's what you want is is everything. And, and you know, there's the Steph or the Curry brother connection. Dell might be in the house, like you know, all that stuff. So that's obviously the most interesting. I mean, and if he doesn't though, the second most interesting is shout out to our guy Mika's. He kind of talked this, I think, into reality. Uh, that um, TNT game an MSG on Tuesday where Steph could break it there too, right? If he doesn't go off against the Sixers. So, I mean, those two stand out a lot. Um, and, you know, Celtics Raptors should be interesting. Those two teams are, are, are kind of, you know, they're, they're kind of whatever, but um, at least we have the 76ers and Knicks um, on this, on this roadie. It's, it's, it should be interesting.
1: Yeah. That, that Sixers game is going to be fun. I mean, the Sixers getting beat back, but they're struggling a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what their identity is, but it should be a fun game. Um, Tybalt is going to make it a little bit tough for, I think, Steph to kind of get mm-hmm. fully, uh, fully broken free there. But I think the indie game is kind of the game where you're going to see they might need a rest. I mean, yes, we can talk about Steph breaking the three record, but he is going to break it regardless. But, but I think what this team needs is their guys need a rest. Yeah. You just can't have Steph and Draymond play this many games and not expect guys to either be tired or just get injured. And obviously knock on one, you don't want any of these guys to get hurt, but Steph has missed what? How many games this season one? Because one. he rested against yeah. Detroit, right? Yeah. Like, did, like Draymond missed. Does he has, he missed that same game too. He rested, but like, yeah. has, has Draymond been hurt? He's had some nicks and bruises. So it, it, they've got a find one to rest at, whether that's Indiana, right? That seems like a, a very obvious game. Um, or maybe Boston or Toronto, like one of those games, if not, if not, one if not both of the back-to-backs right i just they have to do it i think it just be these these guys aren't 25 26 anymore um you, you gotta sit these guys down i mean a couple times tonight where with just just turnovers where you're just kind of like whoa like yes he turns the ball over but some of these you're just like Ugh, you don't see those too often
3: right he's hes just gassed you know and, and the, the style that he plays he's getting you know hit on every single play right he's getting hit and grabbed. So, I mean, some days off here, Pacers got to be a day off, right? Yeah. Like play your national televised game, everybody, uh, but take that Monday off, you know, a little, little four-day work week. Uh, we've all wanted to take that Monday off. Yep, yep. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Friday, Saturday, t- take the take the Saturday off against the Raptors, you know, back-to-back and a little nice night in Toronto. Uh, great, great city. Great nightlife. So uh... um, I'm, I'm writing the doctor's note uh, <laughs> from, from my side. For uh, the Warrior stars to just get some legs back underneath them, because I mean, yeah. you can see it tonight. They're you can kind of see it in their eyes. They're just, they're just off gassed, and, and hardly yeah. so. They've been pedal to the metal, right? They're, they're trying to have this, they're trying to set this soft cushioning area for for Clay and Wiseman to land. Right. So, right. um, you know, credit to them for for doing that for their guys, but they they need to chill out for a second.
1: Yeah, there. It's a great point. I, they are. They're 21 and four. Um, you know, this road trip, they're you know, at the very least, three and two. Right. Mm-hmm. At the very least, they get a couple wins. uh You know, New York, Boston's banged up, Toronto's banged. They, they like their top two players aren't even out. OG ananobi has been hurt for a while. Jalen Brown's not playing, so it, Indiana's a mess, right? And, and so, like, you could probably see three wins. You're, you're coming back home, 24 wins in the bank, right before before Christmas there, and then you get Klay Thompson coming back around that time frame, so. I think they've banked enough wins. Uh, I I understand, you know, you want to chase the one seed. You want to have home court advantage against Phoenix. But at the same time, I think the Warriors, Steve Kerr, they modeled themselves after Greg Popovich and those Spurs teams. And those Spurs teams won a lot of games, but those Spurs teams also rested their guys. And they always rested their guys, maybe to the point that uh, the commissioner, commissioner didn't like it. Right. He making yeah. a point to rest Duncan on non national television. It's like, can you imagine? And and Steve will never do this, but can you imagine if if they bench Stefan Draymond on Tuesday night <laughs> in New York? Right. But but they have to find a way. They they just have to find a way uh to get those guys some rest. I I, I think on the road trip probably three and two, because I'm thinking that they rest the game and take an L. And then they lose another one there. Um, there's some good teams. So I think along the lines of three and two, I think is reasonable.
3: Yeah. And I mean, they've proved their point, right? These first 25 games or so, like, they're a good team. Like, we we get it. They, they don't. Yeah. Think, right. you know, there's part probably part of them that wanted to start off this year like this, just to remind everyone that they still had it and that they're back. Like, message sent. <laughs> we got it. So now, you know, it, it, it's well within their right and what they should be doing is is you know resting up and, and kind of gearing up for for the long term here and and that Kerr loves to play that right like he loves to do it um and this they've finally found an opportunity to, to do that um and you know save some of these legs for for that Christmas game right when these guys want to get up for that they don't want to be gassed for that one like if you're gassed for Indiana or Boston or Toronto um in the middle of December. We're not gonna remember
1: these games, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so. hey, we're not remembering this one. We're not remembering this one. But uh yeah, if there's one person that's great at kind of managing the the uh the long term season um and and the uh, effects of what can happen it's Steve Kerr. Um yeah. so not too uh not too worrisome there. Great to see Klay warming up pregame. Uh man, closer and closer with Klay Thompson. Just a couple of weeks. Today might have been the the Last home game that we'll ever watch at Chase Center without Clay Thompson. What do you think about that, huh? The next oh, time man. they'll be back is on the 20th, and uh, Clay Thompson could be back for that game.
3: Uh, man, that that would see that would be a great Monday. That that's a great way to start the week. Uh, I I assumed he'd be back by by either that game or the Grizzlies game. I kind of wanted to pre-buy Grizzlies tickets <laughs> like <laughs> a while ago, like once the once those rumors started really started to ramp up that he was coming back and they're kind of targeting. Like mid December and you you start figuring out where the home games are. Um, although Kings would be a softer landing spot, right? Like, and he has the history against the Kings, right? Thirty seven and a quarter. So, it could be nice to to add him to that. But yeah, man. I mean, Clay back at Chase, like full uniform, like in actual games. Uh, sign me up. I'm ready for either. (laughs) Yeah. Either
1: way. (laughs) Pre-buying tickets, smart man. Yeah, I I think, and I have no sources on this. I I don't know. And everybody's reporting different stuff. But I think he's back that Kings game in the, uh, uh, that that first game back against the Kings on the 20th. Uh, It's just, it's a perfect spot. The Kings play no defense. They're a mess. It's the first game back after a road trip, right? Uh, This team is going to be, you know, as Fitz says, first game back after a road trip is always tough what's what's better to get this team going than clay thompson uh, yeah. out there so i i think it's going to happen i'm willing it it's look if he's going to wait and wait another week or two weeks we'll live you know i mean we waited two years man uh for two and a half years almost for clay to come back
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed
1: So anyway, um, any final thoughts? Let's get to the goons, huh? Let's get to the goons. Let's do it. All right. Let's get, if you guys, if you guys got a got something to say, call in. Uh, we'll we'll make this one relatively quick before we get out of here. Bernardo.
5: What a night! <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's just wow. I, as you learned in the Orlando game, when the game is tough, my head just goes in good places. So first of all. Sam's life is already over, right? Because no back to back, no back to back, no post games. I don't want to be the bearer of horrible news, but come on. <laughs> and <laughs> and so I got a couple of shouts to do first. First of all, somebody I'm gonna read his handle on Twitter. This he said that the the splash the splash uncles. <laughs> that made me laugh so much. <laughs> Splash Uncles are good. And then for me, this, this game was like the last season of Game of Thrones, where it constantly happens, waiting for something to happen and nothing happens ever. It's just constant disappointment. So, and one more thing—not one more thing, one other thing. You ask on, on Twitter why all the all the Warriors games are on national TV that you know that you know the, you know the answer because the nba <laughs> is only for the staff it's fun that's it yeah. like yeah. The, the warriors is the most interesting team since the Warriors, basically. so <laughs> see now now that's <laughs> see bernardo and
1: and thanks for calling i think that's that's a great point and i asked that kind of tongue-in-cheek the warriors are the most interesting team in the regular season in the postseason since the warriors okay <laughs> like, like it's insane Right. Like it, the, the Warriors have a way of making the regular season matter, especially to the casual fan. And I think that matters when you're talking about basketball and history and what we're going to think about this team, man. Like there's there's nothing more exciting than it's a random Wednesday night and people are locked into Steph Curry in the nation because they want to know if he's going to break the re- three point record and break Ray Allen's record for most threes of all time.
3: Yeah. And I mean, first of all, I want to defend our guy, Sam uh you know <laughs> his life's not completely over it's uh because and he he's he's playing this right he's 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 a true cur disciple he took the right two games off and he's going to be back refreshed uh w- with some amazing takes um and you know the the light years bros will be back together no no problem <laughs> i just wanted to put that up there for my guy man he's uh he's 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 doing great though from what i, uh, I i've surmised and you know in some text messages with him he's doing great
1: <laughs> we'll see. RIP. Um, all right, let's let's keep it running along here. shake I think we missed shake last time, so appreciate you jumping on, man. What's up, brother?
4: Hey man. I feel like a, a basketball junkie having
1: watched that game. There's <laughs> nothing good about it, man. You just watching it to start to finish. You gotta man. be a real so, fan. Real fan. Yeah. Anyways, like to uh, just a quick question, I guess. Do you
4: think Jordan Poole has been the best finisher on the team this year? I feel like Looney he wants to actually dunk. Misses them half the time. Wiggins, whenever he's like engaged, he's been a better shooter. But I think he's sometimes his engagement levels off. But Poole, I think has been pretty
1: consistent. Crafty with his finishes, more, more so than even Steph is here. I think he's been the best best uh,
3: downhill finisher on the team. Ooh. Ben, that's a great question. I mean, I feel the most confident in him right now as a finisher. Like, in that title used to belong to Wiggins, um, but some, sometimes Wiggins. When he gets up in the air, it feels like he doesn't know what he's going to do. He gets caught in that in-between of, am I going to dunk it, or am I going to lay it up? And then he just ends up missing a bunny. Um, so, I I mean, I'm with that. Yeah, I, I think Poole's a, he's a great finisher, right? When he's attacking, um, I, I I, feel like he's going to get there, and I feel like it's going to go in, no matter what the angle. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Jordan yep. Poole is the best finisher on the team. I'm with it.
1: Yeah. I agree. I mean, usually it's Steph, but Steph's having a down year finishing. I think Steph will be fine, but yeah, without a doubt. I mean, he has a lightning first step. First step's quicker mm-hmm. than Steph. Kev doesn't... Steph, wow, what am I saying? But Steph doesn't have the, the same first step. Steph just has a shot that's so ridiculous. He can get by literally anybody in the world. But uh, yeah, Jordan Poole is the best finish on the team. My, my thing is, like, I want him to actually finish more and stop shooting as many threes, but his problem tonight yeah. was that he just missed open three. So um, so um yeah, good game. for good, Another good game for Jordan Poole.
3: Yeah, and I mean, he's going to provide that even when Clay comes back, right? That's gonna be something that they just second don't have unit in a lot. Second so unit, Jordan. It's gonna be nice
2: to have. Yes, sir. Garrett, what's up, brother? Hey, guys. It's been a while. Andy, Ben. I hope uh, when Sam comes back, he's well. Um, but Our just team. two things. Um, I've been watching a lot of other NBA games, just more so than usual. I watch a lot of NBA, but like, I don't know. I've been, as uh, Chick was saying, I've been feeling like the basketball junkie itch. And, um, biggest thing I noticed, I was watching my girlfriend and she said, the, like, everyone else plays so blah, like she just looked disgusted <laughs> as she should be. Like we were watching that Lakers game and it was like, God, this is unwatchable. But then when you see like some of the Warriors role guys play like they do, like Otto and a couple of other good guys that had, um, good games tonight, it just, it's really refreshing. Like, honestly, it's just gross to watch most of the other teams in the league right now. Um. Second thing, I'm really excited that Kuminga is coming with us on this roadie because I think he has a couple of really good matchups potentially coming up. Um, I think Philly, weirdly enough, is a good matchup for him. Um, you could always use more wing defense. Wing defense, sorry. Um, yeah. And I think that him and Moody are going to come back and do something, kind of the same way Jordan Poole did when he came back from the G League. Maybe not to the same like degree, but they're going to come back and make an impact. Just tea leave stuff, I have a feeling um But I, oh yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Go keep going. You got one more point. Oh no, no, that's pretty much it. I was just
1: yeah. Of- I didn't know Camby was on the trip, so I'll, I'll take your word for that. it Makes sense too. Um, that he's gonna be on the trip. And 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 a shout shout out to uh Gareth calling in here. Uh, a couple things. First one, Steve's system has been the most fun to watch in the NBA since he installed it in 2014 right? He was one of the main driving forces of the Warriors winning the championship because if you guys remember Mark Jackson, uh, for, for Warriors fans that have been here since the Mark Jackson days, they literally just ran ISO, ISO, pick and roll, more ISO, uh, more ISO, and then maybe some pick and roll. Uh, and then and then Jermaine O'Neal, mid-range jumper, or excuse me, Carl Landry, mid-range jumper. So it wasn't pretty. Um, and then when, when Steve joined, I think he allowed the rest We have our reservations in how effective that is in the postseason. But if we're talking on a nightly, day-to-day watch, he empowers every single player up and down the roster uh, and maximizes what they do and what they do well. Comparing it to the rest of the league, most teams just play basketball the way that kind of James Harden plays, right? You kind of have one guy that handles the ball, you spam pick and roll, and then you have a bunch of role players in the corners that shoot threes. And that's essentially the most efficient way that, that you can score points in the league. Does not mean that it's the most fun to watch and, and I think that's the difference between the warriors and everyone else,
3: yeah, I mean the way that the rest of the n b a plays right is is how we play two k right <laughs> because it's the simplest way to do it it's it's you know l one l whatever l one or l two set the screen and then you just make shit happen um i like when I play with the warriors on two k I don't know how to run I can't run for a system like right. I can't lock on step and just run through you know all around the court and just try to get an open shot so like it's that version you know of basketball is like the easiest to understand um because it's it's been in, ingrained in the nba forever right what kurz kind of put in is this read and react system is it's almost as many games as we watch sometimes it's still unpredictable right like it's it, it, you know what they're supposed to do or what they can do with a certain action but like sometimes they'll they'll do the opposite, yep. right? And and it's just so interesting to watch where it kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat, even even though you understand where everyone's supposed to be. And that's why I think what makes it so hard to guard is you, you're trying to think three steps ahead with it when in reality you might just need to think one or two and that's yep. what complicates it. So it's 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 so aesthetically pleasing because it's it's almost it's like a, a reality show. You just don't know what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah it's it's and that's stuff too. You just yeah. you just have no idea you have no idea what's gonna happen.
6: All right David, what's up, brother? Uh, yo, what's up, fellas? So, quick updates for you and then two questions. All right, I'll hit my roommate for the updates. What's up, fellas? It's Nick and Dave here. I got a couple <laughs> updates for you. We just got back from the game. Uh, ended up sitting next to some Portland family and friends. <laughs> yeah, we got hookups to the Blazers family and friends family and section. Friends. Yeah, so we, we had to keep it kind of incognito tonight because we were surrounded by a lot of red. But. Uh, <laughs> So we got we got a couple of reports. Um, the first one is that uh, according to a family member, Damian Lillard opted out of surgery this past season because he got hurt in the Olympics. Something going on with his abdomen. That's what she said. I take her word for it. She seemed like a pretty trustworthy lady. Um, next one up, Robert Covington. Uh, according to the same lady, he's the funniest player on the Trailblazers. That's all I got for you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh that's amazing
6: that's amazing david <laughs> do you have, have anything else to add show. yeah nothing else to add terrible game the pretty shitty that we got such good tickets to such a bad game honestly but <laughs> uh my question so uh, i got one fun question and one serious one so fun question is it possible to get goon squad merch up i would love <laughs> to rep a goon squad light year shirt so if i see a fan i don't know what's up so uh take that sit with it the other question is possibly can you guys get nate duncan on the pod uh like after the all-star break so we could talk possible trade slash buyout uh candidates um oh, i don't know yeah. if everyone feels out about it but i still feel like if Kyrie comes back we we still might need an extra player so just my thoughts appreciate you guys
1: appreciate you man uh, uh man i I wish I wish uh I wish Steph had uh, made sixteen for you I, the, the dame uh, the dame stuff is funny um, I, I did not hear anything about that I I cannot confirm nor deny but um uh you know hopefully it's wrong hopefully he doesn't actually need surgery but he, he's sitting out for a little while uh, hopefully he gets healthy um, lightyear's goons shirt uh, let me run that by Sam uh, if he's ever gonna be alive again yeah we'll get that up and running for you guys um and then Nate Duncan, uh, friend of the show, Nate Duncan. We've actually never had him on. Uh, used to sit next to him at every game. Uh, Is, that one of the... Is that true? Is that yeah? You never had him on. Never had him on. It's crazy. Really nice guy. Uh, yeah, I know he's tall great. as hell. He's like six seven or something insane. Every time I see him, I'm like, dude. Yeah, never had him on. Um, probably should. Have. I think I've had everybody in the Warriors uh, community. Anybody that that has ever touched. Uh, covering the Warriors on Ben, but that's, but not Nate. So we'll have him on. Some that's point.
3: surprising. I had to guard him for a few seconds during a Warriors World Tournament one year. Yeah. And it was it was the most terrifying experience of my life. That dude, that dude's huge. I was like, <laughs> wait, you're that? Aren't you the the guy on Twitter? What the hell are you doing here? Just bawling
1: <laughs> Looking like Zaza guarding me. All right, let's keep it moving. Shout to David Gross. Great call. Um.
7: All right, we got GSW ready. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, boys? Hey, what an exciting game tonight. And uh, I'm talking about the Agua Caliente Clippers <laughs> versus the Santa Cruz Warriors. Um, that was incredible. Dude, they, like, it was actually spicier, more exciting than than the Golden State game.
4: They were 100%. up. They had like
7: an 11-point lead with two and a half minutes left, and they found a way to like almost blow it. But uh, I don't know. If you guys aren't watching G League basketball, people are going to be surprised by Kuminga and Moody. Um, like, yeah, what are your I thoughts about those guys tonight? I, I, we saw the stats, but what, what were your thoughts? Uh, I mean, we've seen, so we've seen, we've seen Jona have like uh, several good games, and people are going to like, I know we know he's athletic, like he looks big, but people that haven't been watching are going to be blown away. I'm telling you, you watch this guy in person, and like, he's just a physical force that can like impose his way on the basketball court. Whenever he wants to, like he is so much stronger and faster. Um, I don't know, man, there's just different levels to it. When you see, when you see these, uh, these players live, like I feel like anytime Jonathan gets the ball, it's like he gets this look in his eyes, like I'm going to do something and you, you can't do anything about it. And it, and he just does it. So, um, but Moses Moody, when I've seen him, he's had a little less energy um hmm. in warmups even or in games but tonight was electric like looked really good um and absolutely looked like a, a step above um everyone else out there um yeah the scoring cool you wouldn't think
1: yeah you wouldn't think moody's that type of scorer so when i saw when i saw yeah. the numbers pop out i'm just like hold on he shot that many shots yeah, oh, I mean, what's, what's going down? What's going on over there tonight? <laughs> so, so I mean, just a few minutes, by the way, just a few minutes. I watched Kaminga. I was like, man, I, I keep throwing the Giannis stuff out there, not to say that he's going to be Giannis, but I just keep seeing the strength and the relentlessness yeah. with which he plays. It, it, that's Giannis' mentality. It's the mentality that that guy has that is going to make him successful, you would think, of the NBA. Yeah,
7: I think so. I mean, he's just he's so strong. I mean, he's listed at six, seven. Um, Theoretically, this dude could grow still. I mean, I think he's 19 years old. Can you imagine if he ended up at like six nine or something like that? Oh. Like, it would just be unbelievable. No, yeah, it's, he's listed six eight on Wiki, two twenty five. Oh. um I don't know, man. Like, he's he's a monster. There's a lot of talk this week about trades, like potential trades with sure the Pacers trying to switch it up. I don't know if you've covered that at all. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of talk going on. I just don't see, and I went on record too on Twitter, and I was like, I just don't see any moves being made. I, I can't imagine it. Yeah, I think I, I
1: think I I doubt that the Warriors. I mean, one of the, the moves might make sense, right? Like, I think a Miles Turner move might make sense, uh, just in terms of getting a big, getting someone defensively that could play. But at the end of the day, we know what Joe Lacob wants to do. He doesn't want to move exactly. any of these guys. So, like, that's the yeah. that's even if – like if you're telling me that um, Paul George for some reason wants out, yeah, they'll make a move. 100% they'll try to get Paul George and they'll trade sure. those guys. But Paul George isn't going anywhere. And none of these guys like Bradley Beal – Bradley Beal's not – he's not that guy. He's not that guy maybe that you want to move all these pieces. He's not a guy that fits that well with the Warriors and they don't think so either. And he's not a superstar,
4: right?
7: Well, so, he's not like, fucking really vaccinated nobody. either. <laughs> Hey, oh actually, yeah, you're right. I, that fool can't play basketball in San that. Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> so, I saw that earlier yeah, today. I'm like, that's not gonna happen.
1: I didn't even know
7: that. That's that's funny. Anything yeah. else, man? Nah, I mean the Santa Cruz game was exciting, man. I'm really excited about these rookies. I can't I'm a Wiseman truther and an apologetic <laughs> one. Um you know. It's with the trade situation and we've talked about Lake bravado, like I mean, I think there's a lot of discussion about like uh if you could guarantee a win this year. Would they trade these rookie pieces and like just with how Lake of is like, I swear he's probably looking at everything and like convinced that he's going to win the next four years without making it percent, hundred percent. I don't think 100%. he's got any, any urgency about it at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, good rap. Good rap guys. The energy coming into this game today. I mean, obviously it didn't play out like we hoped, but it felt exciting. Like all day I was kind of buzzing, like almost like we were going into the playoffs right? Um, with this right. impending record and whatever. So, you know, it's a good day.
1: Yeah, we'll get it again. We'll, we'll be back out there Saturday. I appreciate you, man. Like resident, yeah. uh, resident. Ah, oh, I always do that. Uh, but resident, uh, uh, G League expert, uh, Warriors Reddit, uh, jumping on the show to let us know. I, I can't wait for Wiseman to get out there and
3: play the game. Oh League. yeah, that, that's gonna be nice. I mean, I saw someone in the chat say, you know, a, a green room or a post green room after a Santa Cruz Warriors game. I think a little, little Wiseman, you guys might have to do it. Maybe live. Oh my God. You just field trip, field trip to Santa Cruz.
5: God,
3: you just, um, Ben, Ben, I have a job.
5: (laughs) Another day is here and you're
3: ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
7: Because
3: that's, that's, the, that's the most fair reason to not go to San. Cruz. Can't no, believe I do. I just, I, I'm
8: messing around. I'm messing. Can't around. believe I'm I just sorry. heard Andy on record say Can't wait to see Wiseman play basketball. I'm <laughs> sick. I'm disgusted. You have sold out. Joe Lakeham's Look, got you on the payroll. Joe I, Lakeham's
1: one, got you on the payroll. <laughs> one thing I'll say. One thing I'll say uh, is uh, I, I'm very. Uh, I'm happier this year. I, I'm not whining. I'm gonna do it because you know why the Warriors are 21 and four. I, I just, True. you know, when the, when the team is that good, it's hard for me to be miserable. You guys have followed me for a long time. Uh, I just, you know, I, 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 if the Warriors are good, I'm happy. If they're not, I'm happy to say that they suck and I'm going to be miserable. So, you know, I'm not the type of guy that's always going to be miserable all the time. So, you know,
8: they're good. We're good. We're all smiling. And, and, and yet you want to bring Wiseman back and make us not as good. Uh-uh. Okay. I hear you. Back hear you. to the G um, League. Back to yeah, the yeah, G back, League. Oh, back to the G League. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait to see him in the G League. That'll be fun. Um and let him stay there for a whole year. Let him get his <laughs> skills worked on. Um tonight, kind of like you know, even though we are 21-4 tonight, sucked. It kind of had like the same energy as like that 2019 season when Steph broke his hand, except like Steph was playing, so it was like a little weird. But uh, as a whole, I'm curious. Do we think we we know Steph's been chucking these last like six seven games, like really yeah. chucking, <sighs> kind of not taking three at all, just shooting threes. Do we think that the and. You know, I feel like in the past, if he had been chucking like this, the percentages would have been a little bit better. Do we think it's more because the record is, is in his head? Or do we think his sub pattern is making it hard for him to be able to get Ooh. into a rhythm that he likes? And do we think that by the playoffs, do we think that Steph, I we, we know Steph has like autonomy and say, do we think that if they get to the playoffs and they, you know, rattled off 65 wins, that Kerr goes, hey, we're sticking to the sub pattern because it won a 65 games. We're not going to change this around because we've already, uh, We've already proven that this works. We won 65 games. It was 60 games. Even If we win 60 games, is there a need to change the pattern even if Steph is not able to get as scorching as he normally does? It's my first question or half question, two questions, whatever. My second one, I'm just thinking preemptively. If we were to win the title this year, would this be the best title the before? Would this be the best? <laughs> I know the first one is like sweet. I know the next two, with Katie, are good. Would the rising like a Phoenix from the ashes, Clay coming back from two lower leg injuries, Steph being the guy, probably winning an MVP, probably winning a finals MVP. Would this be the most satisfying one if they were to win? So those no, are the two oh questions my. That i leave you with boys and uh keep killing it. Everybody's talking about how Sam's life is over. They're treating they're they're treating Ben like he's Jordan Poole out here, subbing in for like Clay Thompson. Sam's gonna be gone for a few days. He's gonna be back real soon, guys. He's Sam. fine. His life's his life. maybe it's like a lower leg, maybe it is like an Achilles tear, but I don't know. I think he's he'll be he'll he'll be back pretty soon, I'm thinking. Sam Shout Kim. out Sam. Shout out to the Legend. Have a good one, boys.
1: He can't stay away because I appreciate you, brother, man. Just fucking, hot. just coming in with the fucking questions every time. Ben, which one do you want to hit first?
3: Oh boy, um, let's go. Let's go the first
1: one. Okay, um, both. I think both. I, I think he's forcing it right now. Um, you never see Steph shoot the way that he does. Chuck up as many shots as he did the last few games as he as he ever. I didn't realize how much the three point record meant to him. Uh, until I saw him at the presser, kind of almost crying, saying that he would have cried if he if he kept answering how much it meant to him, so it kind of shocked me mean um, now it makes sense uh, why he 's shooting so much and why it 's kind of off a little bit because I think this is not how he plays basketball um he 's usually very compo- very composed he plays how he plays, um, but it 's affecting him right, and so I think the percentages are going are going are going to revert back to normal. I think the sub pattern yeah it 's got him a little bit out of rhythm a little bit, I think, but I think it 's better for the team um end of the day, what matters is how much he plays in the fourth quarter, and I think with this particular sub-pattern, it's going to help the team more, because he's going to be able to start the fourth quarter moving forward, and if he's going to be rolling in his close close game. He can just play the whole fourth, instead of coming in with about four minutes left, which is what happened the last few years. So,
3: yeah, so how, much, how much do you think it's this latest string of games where he just hasn't been shooting well? I mean, I feel like some of it's fatigue, right? Like, that's what we were talking about earlier where he just looks gassed right and and maybe it is a combination of he's 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 gunning for the record at the same time and you know you know the weight of that challenge i don't know he just he just looks tired to me you know what i mean like he was he was shooting fine up until the phoenix game like it it wasn't this bad it was it was you know your typical steph curry percentages so i don't know he just seems gassed to me and and a couple nights off might be what exactly what he needs, and yep. yeah, he needs. I think mean, he needs to break the record. Like, you break the record, get him some rest, and I think you know he he kind of writes the ship here a little bit. That's what I feel, at least, kind of watching. Yep,
1: yep. I, I I agree. Um, and then the second question, I think this one's gonna be the best out of the four. <laughs> really, you, you, you I know? I do I I do I it, now I I think in this situation, uh, the let's say they beat the Lakers. And then let's say they go through the Suns, Chris Paul, and then they go through the Brooklyn Nets with KD or Giannis. I mean, with Clay coming back from injury, two years of people writing him off, Steph, 34 years old. I, I just, uh, man, would this be the most impressive? I think yes. Would it be maybe the, ha- the happiest one? You know, maybe that's the first one. The best team out of all the four is going to be that first KD team, right? That's the best basketball team we've ever, we're ever going to see. But man, this one might be the one where you're just like, shit, nobody saw this one coming kind of thing when you look at it before the season. It's kind of like that. It's like a mirror image of that 14-15 season, except that these guys are in their early to mid-30s. It's just, it's insane
8: if they if they pull this off.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm still, I think it just depends on the path. Like you laid it out, right. If, if they kind of take down some, some big teams and some big names along the way this year, I, I could see it being the best. I mean, I, I just, I can't put anything above 2015. Like that was just a culmination of so much pain and agony over a right. couple of, over so many years. Right. Um, and, and that path was interesting because I mean, when They were down 2 one of the Grizzlies. They're like, Shit, maybe this is where we get let down, right? Um, no, and, no. And, and they didn't, uh, and then obviously, the, you know, t- start firing up that Caz rivalry, um, just it, it, and, and then them ultimately winning. Uh, I like my wife still has a picture of me like underneath a TV with a hat over my face, like trying not to cry after they won and not to get too dramatic, but like, I don't know, it, it was. I don't know. It was like the ch- losing your championship virginity, right? Like you'll, you'll, it's, it's tough to, uh, you'll always remember the first one. And I guess, you know, th- this one might be the best. I don't know. It just depends on the path is what I'm going to say. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I, I hear you. It's just, man, just with what they've gone through, I think this time around, it's just going to be a different feeling where just Steph broken hand, tough couple seasons, People writing him off. Then he coming back and having that MVP-type season. Draymond Green, who essentially was a shell of himself for two whole seasons. I mean, like, Steph, at least we knew he was good. But Draymond, like, we didn't know if he was ever going to be this good again. Klay Thompson, we didn't see ever, right? Like, we didn't see him out of sight, out of mind. Not even on the basketball court. Two body, lower body injuries, right? Andre Godala is going to be 30, 50 years old by the time June comes around. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, $30 million a guy that people wrote off because, you know, kind of he just wasn't very good into that guy, right? A team with three rookies, essentially, James Wiseman, Moody, and Kaminga just taking up three. Like veteran guys, Jordan Poole, who's a great story. I just just think that this team, the story that can come out of this, all four stories are going to be great, right, of of all the teams. But this one, it just, I don't know, man. It feels like that Jordan type of, the second second Jordan three-peat. This feels like, I mean, it could be the beginning or it could be the end of it, but it's if it's that fourth title for Steph that comes, that's the other thing. He's a top five player of all time. Like, that's what it is. It, it's insane
8: to think about. Yeah,
3: and, and I think, you know, to that point, this is, if they win the championship this year, it, it's them kind of erasing all those doubts, right? Because the first one was just the climb, right? And, and right. you kind of realized, you know, after they kind of had the one seed that they were the best team in the league that year, right? Whether they won the championship it was still, you know, up for grabs because you're just kind of used to disappointment with the Warriors at, at that time. And now, I mean, all, the, all, you know, all the stuff is washed. You know, Draymond is washed. It, it will Claver return and, and be the same? I think the most impressive part, if they do win this year, is the fusion kind of of, yep. you know, Warriors past and 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 present, right? Or, or future, I should say, because no one no one's ever been able to do that. No one's been able to shadow that line of, oh, we're going to build now and for the future, right? And that was kind of the narrative that, you know, Lakob has been trying to, you know, push for, um, you know, since they had um, the 7-14 and pick this year, right? So, and for it to now be working, that's wild. That's the most surprising part, right? Steph proving doubt is wrong doesn't surprise me. Draymond the same, (laughs) Clay coming back. Um, it, it's a feel good story and it's great but like the way that they've been able to come, kind of make this roster work and obviously you know Kaminga and, and Moody aren't quite there yet Wiseman's a big question mark but Poole kind of being an integral part of this team like this early in his career and and, and he still will be when Clay comes back right i think that's the most impressive part to me anyway
1: yeah i just three there's going to be three phases of this warriors of this warriors run dynasty whatever it is well, definitely dynasty but you you get the steph curry kind of clay thompson draymond green leading him to a title the first time around you get the heartbreak that's phase one you get kevin durant you get two titles more heartbreak that's phase two right they, they lose that title they get those injuries and then here comes phase three it, it's steph curry again it's draymond again it's clay thompson coming back from injury and, and here they do it again right this is their last stand right and, and this is their last stand, not not being that this is the last season but like this is their last phase this is what those guys are going to do they're going to go down they're going to go down swinging and they're going to win one title, two title, whatever it is. And it's just, man, it's it's exciting stuff. Um, all right, guys, I know we got, got a bunch of people, but we're going to head out. We will be back. Well, I will be back uh, Saturday night uh, after Steph hopefully breaks the record. Uh, so thanks, everyone. Ben, I
3: appreciate you coming on, as always, man. Always, brother. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>